This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and today, let's just jump right into the show. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Cash flow for rental properties. What's average or good? By Brandon Turner. Math is a vital component of real estate investing success. Pretty sure I just heard a big collective groan by the millions of people listening to this podcast right now. But understanding how your business makes money is imperative in helping it make more. To know how profitable your rental properties are, you'll need to have a solid grasp on calculating rental property cash flow by using a rental property cash flow analysis. So let's explore how to calculate cash flow and perform a cash flow analysis for your rental property so you can see where you can make more money. Yay, math! So what is a rental property cash flow analysis anyway? To learn how to generate a positive cash flow, you need to ensure you're doing an accurate rental property cash flow analysis. This means that you're looking at all the numbers involved with owning a rental property to ensure that the property can make you money. You must look at the numbers over several months to understand the whole picture. This lets you account for times the unit isn't rented or is being repaired. A cash flow analysis for your rental property gives you a broader picture of the costs associated with operating the property and the income it can provide. What's cash flow? So cash flow is just the difference between a business's income and operating expenses. In particular, for a real estate business, 
Cash flow is the difference between the rental income and specific expenses, including these. Mortgage financing, real estate taxes, homeowner's insurance, home repairs, vacancies, utilities, capital expenditures. Or as people in the biz like to say, CapEx. Income includes rent from multifamily or single-family rental properties and any miscellaneous expenses like application or late fees, laundry expenses, and any other fees that you choose to collect. So a positive cash flow occurs when your rental income exceeds your operating expenses. And a negative cash flow, it's just the opposite. Your operating expenses exceed your rental income. So here's how to calculate rental property cash flow. Cash flow might seem easy to calculate, but many people get it wrong. At its core, it is, in fact, simple. To calculate cash flow, you just subtract your expenses from your income. Easy enough, right? But then why do so many people screw this up? <laughs> the fact is that while the equation is simple enough, the items that make up the equation are loaded with complexity. Let's take just a quick peek at how to calculate rental property cash flow to get a better understanding of what goes into it. All right, step one, calculate gross cash flow and income. Before you can calculate rental property cash flow, you need to know your income from the property. While the total income might be the same as the total rent, it often won't. You may need to account for other sources of income, such as application fees, late fees, and laundry income. These must go into your calculation when analyzing your gross cash flow and income. When analyzing a property for cash flow, it's wise to list all possible sources of income, but be conservative. It's best to err on the side of caution and assume you'll get less than you hope to. The biggest thing to remember with your investment property is that you want to do everything possible to increase cash flow. Even the little things can add up. Let's take a look at potential expenses you need to factor into your investment cash flow analysis. Step two, determine gross operation expenses. Yeah, they are kind of gross, aren't they? So the gross operating expenses are the things you have to pay to operate your rental. This is like taxes, mortgage payments, utilities you're responsible for, maintenance fees, all that stuff. And like with income, you need to account for all possible expenses and try to overestimate how much you think it will cost to ensure you have enough to cover emergencies or unforeseen mishaps. Then step three, calculate net operating income NOI before financing. Once you've made a list of all your monthly sources of income, you need to work out some simple math calculations again, yay math, to figure out your net operating income NOI generated by your real estate investment properties. Just a simple NOI formula. Net operating income equals gross rental income minus operating expenses. After you've done your calculation, you can apply for financing but the bank or private money lender will want to see this in your rental property cash flow analysis before they'll be willing to lend you anything. You'll need to have enough NOI to take care of the property and have cash flow left over if you want the deal to attract lenders. That brings us to step four. Calculate net cash flow after mortgage payments. When you secure a lender for your rental property deal, you can finish your rental property cash flow analysis. You can just figure out your net cash after making your mortgage payment. Net cash is the amount of money you have left after all expenses for the property are paid. You won't know your net cash until you know the exact mortgage payment for each month. Net cash tells you how much you're actually making on a property. 
as it helps account for all liabilities owed for operating the rental unit. Rental property expenses that may reduce cash flow. Let's take a look at those. So, yeah, rentals come with a ton of expenses. And if you fail to account for everything when completing your cash flow analysis, it can cause catastrophic failure for your business. When dealing with rentals, these are some expenses you'll encounter that you don't want to leave out. Repairs, mortgage payment, ooh, that'd be a biggie, mortgage insurance, like PMI or MIP, vacancy rate, property taxes, utilities like water, sewer, trash, electric, propane, natural gas, etc., 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 catastrophe insurance, flood, fire, earthquake, property hazard, new appliances, general upkeep like landscaping and property management, those things, HOA fees and dues, office supplies, software, gas and mileage, and payroll. To further complicate things, not all expenses will occur each month, so it's often best to calculate a certain percentage for those expenses when planning for the future. Here's an example. You might not have any vacancies right now, but you might assume your property will be empty one month out of the year. Therefore, you'll want to include a 1/12th or 8.3% for your monthly vacancy expense. You might choose to ignore some expenses, office supplies and gas on individual houses. But if you're buying a larger multifamily investment property, you should include it because it adds up quickly. Your expenses will vary depending on the rental property and location, but including each item on your cash flow calculation ensures you know how much goes out each month. Now, we take a look at the average cash flow on a rental. The average cash flow on a rental property is 7 to 8%. However, how much cash flow you actually earn varies significantly by location, property values, cost of living, property amenities, and rental demand. In addition, each real estate investor has different thresholds for what they consider good. All right, so what is good cash flow for a rental property? So when considering a good, can you hear my air quotes? Cash flow for a rental property, you can aim for $100 to $200 in monthly cash flow per unit you buy. For a duplex, you'd want to make 200 minimum. If it's a fourplex, 400 minimum. You want that to be cash flow left over in your pocket after everything has been paid. Now, we say that, but there's a caveat there, of course. It truly depends on how big the deal is, right? Think about it this way. You invest a million dollars into any investment and make a hundred bucks a month. Is that a good deal? It doesn't sound like a terrific deal. But if you were to invest 500 and make 100 monthly, that's the best investment in the world, right? And so the idea of cash flow per unit or cash flow per door is a great metric, but it's only one metric that you can go by. There's another metric that we care a lot about, cash on cash return. So what's a good, air quotes, I can hear them, cash on cash return for a rental property. All right, cash on cash returns are the percentage of your investment you make back this year in cash flow. Just some basic math real quick. If you invested a thousand bucks and made back a hundred in the whole year, that's a 10% return. Cash on cash return is how much money you made in profit in cash flow during the year divided by how much money you put into the deal. So going back to the question, is 100 or 200 bucks monthly cash flow a good deal for a single family house? The real question is, how much money did you put into it? 
That answer is what makes all the difference. So the more money you put into the deal, the lower your cash on cash return. But if you're putting cash in your pocket every month, might be worth it. Let's do an example. All right. Suppose you invested 74K and made $200 a month for your rental. That's $2,400 a year in income. That amount divided by your investment is 3.2%. Is a 3.2% cash on cash return a good deal? No, not really. Generally, the cash on cash amount you want to aim for is between 10 and 12%, with 12% being absolutely ideal. Why? Because on average, the stock market has returned between 6 and 7 over the past 100 years. But you should want to get a lot better than that, so 12% is the rule of thumb. However, you cannot just rely on 12%, because you also have to look at the total amount of cash flow. Here's why. If you invested a dollar into a real estate deal and made two bucks a year, is $2 a year in profit worth all the headaches of a real estate deal? Probably not for two bucks a year, but that's a 200% cash on cash return. So shouldn't you just do it? No, because it's only $2. That's why you need to look at both numbers. <laughs> you want a cash on cash return of a minimum of 12%. You also want the total profit to be worthwhile for your time and efforts. You might go slightly lower than 12 if you believe the market is doing really well appreciation-wise, like if property values are going to climb. Here's some other calculations that are helpful for a rental property cash flow analysis. You can accurately perform a cash flow analysis when you have all the financial details about your rental property. But knowing how to calculate the right numbers for your investment goals is also necessary. So here are some of the other calculations for your rental property analysis. Capitalization rate. Use the capitalization or cap rates to better understand the risk associated with owning the property. To calculate the cap rate of a property, use this equation. It's easy. Capitalization or cap rate equals net operating income divided by current market value. Dividing the net operating income by the current market value tells you the cap rate or the return you can expect on your investment. This calculation only gives you a potential overview of the return you'll see on your investment in a rental property. Still, it doesn't consider many other factors you need for an accurate cash flow analysis. Cash flow return on investment. Another important calculation you must include in your cash flow analysis is the cash flow return on investment. This number tells you how much the cash flow of a rental property will return based on its value and investment cost. You can calculate the cash flow return on investment using one of these formulas. ROI equals NOI divided by cost of investment times 100. ROI equals final value of investment minus initial value of investment divided by cost of investment times 100. So put your numbers into one of these formulas to get an understanding of what your cash flow return might be. If you need help, we have calculators all over the place at biggerpockets.com. Let's take a look at the 50% rule to calculate rental property cash flow. Another much quicker way to estimate cash flow is using a technique known as the 50% rule. So this rule of thumb states that a rental property's expenses tend to be about 50% of the income, not including the mortgage principal and interest P&I payment. So the formula looks like this. Cash flow divided by total income times 0.5, 50% in decimal form, minus your mortgage in PNI. The 50% rule is a good tool to analyze a rental property quickly 
but you should never replace a thorough property analysis. Just think of the 50% rule as a quick filter that allows you to estimate cash flow in under a minute. This enables you to analyze dozens of properties while looking for a potential deal on which you can run a more thorough analysis later. All right, we all know this one. We've heard it a lot. The 1% rule to calculate rental property cash flow. You can also consider the 1% rule when calculating rental property cash flow. Using this simple rule, you'll want the monthly rent to be no less than 1% of the price you pay for the asset. The rent can be equal to 1%, and to determine whether a property meets the 1% rule, you can assess how much a property costs versus how much money it brings in. This simple calculation can tell you how much to charge in monthly rent. You can just multiply the purchase price by 1% and move the decimal over two spaces to the left, so 0.01. If the number is comparable to rents in the same area for similar properties, you can come out ahead. Oh, yeah. Let's take a look at this point. Cash flow can be fluid. Um, having all of your money tied up in investments can boost your net worth, but if you have money that you can't access easily, it's not going to help you if a good deal comes your way. If your cash flow is fluid, it means you can get money from your assets quickly and easily. Liquidity allows you to take advantage of real estate deals when they present themselves. Rental income means money is constantly coming into and flowing through your real estate business. This cash flow is fluid because it constantly moves through your company. The more liquidity you have, the better it looks to banks and lenders when you need to borrow money. The bigger pockets calculator. It would be a shame not to mention that you can crunch all these numbers using the Bigger Pockets Rental Property Calculator. You can easily use a spreadsheet or the back of a napkin, of course, we know that. But using our online calculator to ensure your math is correct and that you've considered all the potential expenses is absolutely helpful. By conducting a rental property cash flow analysis, you are scrutinizing the numbers and ensuring the success of what you set out to do with your real estate investment in the first place. You know, make money. Here's how to increase your cash flow, by the way. You need to conduct a cash flow analysis to increase your cash flow. You always want your cash flow to be in the green. If you're not making money on an investment, you contradict the entire point of investing in the first place. So here are a few ways you can tip the cash balance in your favor. Keep up with preventative maintenance. By keeping up with preventative maintenance, you create curb appeal and increase your chances of attracting tenants, which means less vacancy time for your rentals. Additionally, by maintaining the property, you increase the value of the purchase price when you are ready to sell the investment. Attract long-term tenants. Check potential tenants' rental history. Consider these questions when selecting new tenants, by the way. Do they typically stay in one place for a long time? What made them leave their last rental home? Have they ever broken a lease agreement? Have they ever been evicted? These questions are essential for screening prospective tenants. The longer you can keep tenants in your rentals, the lower the vacancy rates. And the more money you make. Try to pick tenants with strong social ties to the community, a stable job, and children in the local schools. These factors typically mean tenants are unwilling to pick up their roots and move elsewhere. Appeal your property taxes. Potentially, property taxes can increase each year while you can't annually raise your rental charges. You then run into the problem of a decrease in cash flow. You can appeal the increase in taxes by the local government 
if it seems unjustified. So just start by looking at comparable rental properties, then start the appeal process at the county assessor's office. Refinance your property. Check with your lender, keep an eye on your mortgage interest rates. You may be able to lower your monthly mortgage rates, increasing your cash flow. If you observe falling interest rates and decide to refinance, just be sure you go ahead and factor in closing and lender fees too. Let's wrap things up today. You should be ready to calculate rental property cash flow for your potential rental unit. Just use the formulas and the details in this guide to ensure you use the right numbers and include everything in your analysis to give you the best picture of your ability to earn money on your investment. Contact one of our agents if you need help with your real estate deal or just to understand how to calculate rental property cash flow. We got all the calculators. We have real estate agents that are investor-friendly in your neighborhood. All of it at biggerpockets.com. All right. Another Thursday episode done and dusted. Woo! If you're getting something out of this, please let us know. The best way to do that is to leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us improve the show, and five-star ratings help us climb the charts and reach more people with this valuable information. Thanks for doing that. And I'll see you tomorrow right here in the same place.